0: welcome to the full dive gaming podcast to bring you a full dive of all the news discussion and insights you need for virtual reality gaming asterian products is our sponsor for this podcast they make an awesome vr mat that keeps you in place they make vr headset stands which they're now customizing with different kinds of stickers check them out and if you check them out on amazon you can use code Full Dive 10 to
1: save 10 percent. i'm jay bratt i'm a vr youtuber and streamer
2: i'm nat Pratt, vr enthusiast who's holding an adorable kitty currently
1: I'm Lip Nox VR, YouTuber who covers hidden gems from App Lab on SideQuest VR. Our podcast is here to keep you up to date in the VR realm. You know that If you've been hanging
0: out with us. We answer questions from our communities. We talk about the latest, greatest or not greatest VR news. And then, of course, we discuss the games we've been checking. So if you're over listening to us on any audio platform, remember, if you want to see the cat on screen, we're on YouTube, too, and vice versa. We got some Q&A
1: questions, Lip. I think you got the first one. So this one's from chilla's 94 and they say apart from gaming what has been your favorite thing to do in vr and they specified mm-hmm. that they've been using as an educational tool and i think for me throughout all the time that i've used my headset in terms of favorite things that aren't really playing vr it's really cool to sideload android apps in your headset and you can literally have like three windows you can have on the quest to open and you can sort of be looking at you know Random video on this thing, and then you could have like information stats on this thing. Maybe whatever. Like for a real use purpose. Right now, foot- football season's going on. Maybe you're into the stats. you could be watching the stats on one screen, have the game on the other screen. Oh, it, there's all sorts of things with side loading these that I just love, and I think that's my favorite non like non VR thing. But that's what cool. about you it's guys? Like you could
2: have an old, an unlimited number of screens around you. Like I, I, I think I- you
1: only <laughs> have three right now, but. <laughs> Thing. that's so <laughs> cool because I've heard about
0: that and I hadn't used it, but your case use there actually made sense. Like I thought to myself, like, what do people? You know, I'm not big on like. I know a lot of people game on one screen, have a Discord chat on the other, and somebody is Twitch Twitch stream at the same time. I'm not huge on like crazy multitasking, but what you're talking about actually makes sense because it's relevant information to what you're already focusing on. And during the downtime and stuff, you can look. So I think that's really smart.
2: And for me, I haven't done a whole lot of stuff besides. I guess I've done a couple things besides game on VR or in VR. Um, But I think the biggest one that I do is like exercise, which Mm -hmm. kind of counts as gaming. It's dual purpose.
0: Yeah, we do a lot of supernatural VR, which I would say that's actually a fitness app. I wouldn't even call that a game. I've actually been doing it every day for the last 50 days now <laughs> so it's, it's it's been a minute I've been trying to just work out every morning and it helps getting into that but like Beat Saber is a good game that's like it's it's a game but it's also fitness and it'll kind of trick you into exercising or supernatural you know you're working out the whole time even if it's fun it's like very workout specific you're talking to these personal trainers they're they're giving you feedback and like on hey remember keep your shoulders down when you're doing this and stuff like that all throughout it's very feels like you're like with a personal trainer in the gym But there's so many good case uses of VR. We could go on about that all day.
2: And we had another question from Block. Have you tried Into the Radius or Red Matter 2 since the last episode? And what are your thoughts? So I know Jay has been playing some of both of these, uh, but we're going to dive deep into that in the game.
0: Yep. So stick around, stay tuned, and hold out for that. We got one last Q and A question here from El Diego, and I think this is probably directed at the JBrat channel because I don't really, we don't really do product reviews on this podcast. But it says, "Is there an episode for a product you reviewed that was so bad you locked it away, never to be seen again? And if so, can we see it?" And I was thinking about this, and pretty typically with products, there—I mean, my my channel has good and terrible reviews of products i published them all so there's not really something that i was like oh i i give up there's been a few things though like there was a a bluetooth transmitter for the quest 2 that came in that was such a piece of crap when it came in that like it was already broken i i don't think i ever made a video on it because it was like there's no point to even trying to use this and that and also though the other thing that happened that was why i decided that was the listing had just disappeared they weren't trying to sell it anymore. They had given up on it too. So I was like, okay, this is kind of pointless where if they had put put this thing up for 50 bucks, I would have made the video as like a warning to people like, hey, don't buy this. But they also dropped off the face of the earth. The product disappeared and they never responded to another email. So I'm guessing they just gave up on the project. So, yeah, that's usually what happens to those kind of videos. Or I had a really interesting situation with one recently, the developer of something I've been waiting like years. I'd seen their Instagram post forever on this product. They were coming out and they finally sent me a model. And then like right after they sent me an email saying, hey, we just found out that there's a faulty part, like 20% of these are failing, discontinue sale, stop it. So they're like, whatever you want to do is fine. And I haven't made that video yet, but I think I'm actually gonna make a video talking about like the decision they made because a lot of companies, I mean, 20% fail, they might've just let that ride. And I thought that was a really high integrity decision of them to completely stop and revamp what they're doing. And I like that. So I'll probably talk about that on the channel at some point.
2: I don't think Meta did that when... (laughs) <laughs> uh, they had a bunch of head straps dying
1: <laughs> yeah so for me I, with this kind of question i actually have two examples and one of them was a ring light type of video i did and i posted it and i just hated the video so much i think after a week <laughs> it just became unlisted and just gone forever like it got like 50 views and then it's just gone forever uh, but more recently there was i got sent uh like lenses for the quest that you put over the the lenses that are supposed to be for black light or blue, sorry, blue light, mm-hmm. make your eyes hurt less. I don't need need glasses, but the company also had like prescription ones. And uh, I got them. I was excited. I was like, oh, OK, sweet. And I had the hardest time put them, putting them on my Quest in the first place. They made me feel like I was going to like break the Quest. But mm-hmm. then I came to one huge realization. The way that I wear my Quest without the facial interface makes it impossible to use these lenses because they stick out and they jab oh. into my eye. I basically I put I put them on once and I was like this isn't going to work took them off and told the company like I I can't give you a positive review on these but it was probably just all of the lenses would be like that for me not just those Mm -hmm. ones so I didn't feel like it was nice or fair to pick on them but I definitely shoved that one <laughs>
0: <laughs> that makes sense yeah and yeah you, you use your quest to in a unique situation unlike how most people wear it so I think that's kind of I think that was very fair of you to figure out oh this is the way I do things and it's messing up the experience not like most people so I'm not just going to go on there and trash them so I think that yeah. was cool. Well, we got, of course, some VR news or at least VR rumors. I don't know what the heck is going on with the news lately. But before we do that, we got to tell you about our awesome sponsor, Asterion Products. You, you got to know them by now if you're listening to the podcast. They've got headset stands, headphone stands. They all glow with this beautiful RGB glow. They fit in anywhere. Code full dive 10 will get you 10% off on Amazon. Go check for that link in the description or the show notes. And (sighs) Lip, I don't know if we talked about this fully now because we talked about the last podcast a little bit that we had some potential rumors about the meta Cambria or something launching. Well, now we have a confirmed date that we're going to find out what the heck is happening. (laughs) So uh, is that is, is that even news? We have a confirmation of a date that is going to be the time that they're actually going to give us the information of when it's actually going to release. But This is
2: like with the stuff with PSVR, too. It's like, <laughs> we have news that there will be news. Yeah, it's like
0: the tiniest tidbit, but on Mark Zuckerberg's Facebook page, he Posted a post that showed him. It was very, very darkened image. You can't see very well, but it looks like he's wearing the Cambria and it says, we'll see you at MetaConnect. Also at the same time, a MetaConnect.com website dropped with a countdown to October 11th when the MetaConnect event is going to be. And if this follows suit of years past, like with the Quest 2, the other release, what will usually happen is the keynote Would talk about what they're doing as a company you know metaverse blah blah bullcrap but then also what new headset is coming out and all the specs and at the end of the keynote they would say okay you can start buying these right now and they'll be delivered in like two weeks or something so that's what we're hoping this all means what do you think lip do you remember the quest Two launch and kind of how all that happened
1: yeah i remember it intensely because i had just bought a quest one a couple of months before it happened and mm. it's like leaving me with oh, ptsd no. on buying new headsets <laughs> for matter because i'm like i'm gonna buy this headset and it's gonna be a new headset like a week later for even cheaper that's, <laughs> that, oh, that, that's the thing with the cam- cambria thing is i'm just like oh if i buy this and then next year quest three is a cheaper better headset oh, yeah. then I, I feel pretty silly but i think yeah. in terms of the 11th date i mean at the i guess it was the joe rogan podcast he pretty much hinted that's the exactly what was going on mm-hmm. and you know this is just confirmation of that i know last time we talked about this we kind of thought you know that was probably going to be the case that we'd get the re- potential release date or maybe even be purchasable right at the end of the event and uh it seems like that's the case i'm still very terrified of the price tag and uh, mm-hmm. i would say in terms of this october 11th thing i mean I'm super excited about this headset, but we got to get that GTA San Andreas news, too. <laughs> Maybe that will launch right. on that headset. No, I have no idea. <laughs> for, force us to buy the new headset? Oh, you can't play this game until no, you buy the new so headset. so
2: sad. <laughs> do you think they would do that? Oh, That'd be so I
1: sad. They did it for but, Resident Evil. They did it yeah. for Resident Evil.
2: Oh, true. Oh, my gosh. Oh.
0: There is no...
2: We'll see. There's no,
0: do you think they'll do that with meta with me anymore? I don't, I don't make any assumptions. (laughs) They have proven me wrong in every way possible. I feel like every time I've said, oh, they wouldn't do that or they wouldn't do this. They've done it. So, yeah, I don't know. I I haven't heard anything. So we're just, obviously we're making jokes here. We don't know, but I would not be shocked if that was what ended up happening, I guess, because nothing from them can shock me anymore. I'm excited. I if I if, if memory serves, what happened at the quest two launch was they not only did exactly as we played it out here, but the people like you know, the big VR channels, they already had their headsets in hand. Because I remember like Mike at VR Oasis was going to like unbox his as soon as the Facebook Connect ended. He like lifted up and he's like kept the live stream going and he unboxed his and then like Nathy had a video that was coming out that day of his first impressions on it. So I'm hoping that's what we'll see. You know, some channels can get these right after the event before we have to wait for it to actually come out and then we'll get good first impressions. We'll get good review videos. I will know what to expect a little bit more by launch. I That hope. would
2: be nice. Yeah. We, uh, <laughs> I wonder if there's going to be. I wonder if there's going to be more than one. Because I feel like they've hinted at like having a maybe meta quest pro type thing and like a Cambria, like a new iteration of quest and like the Cambria fancy headset. So that would be interesting, too, if there were multiple options coming out. But what I'm more excited about is any more actual news for psvr2 so Mm -hmm. i mean this is cool but i'm really excited for psvr2 so it'll be interesting
0: (laughs) well all we know so far is basically that the date and the time of the event of course will likely be streaming you know on the jbrat channel as the event happens and give you more news as we find it but yeah to nat's point they said before they were supposed to be four headsets coming out by 2024 and we haven't seen a single one of those yet so i mean if they're still on track for that, they got to start releasing some freaking headsets. Maybe they'll release one, you know, for the end of this year, and then maybe another one in the spring when the PSVR 2 launches. I got no idea. But we do have some kind of PSVR news. Lip, what did you think of the Firewall Ultra trailer?
1: I mean, it... Pretty much. I think the trailer looked cool, but it was the very end of the trailer when they threw up all these tags that PSVR 2 has over PSVR 1 that you're like, oh, okay, yeah, 4K, eye tracking, you know, the individual controllers, all these things. It looks like the game's graphically amazing, but still maintaining its core element from the first game. It'll be weird not having the PS aim controller playing that game, Mm -hmm. but... I mean, I think I think that'll that'll be the biggest testing point for the hardcore fans of that game is that now we've got individual hands and it's not as easy balancing weapon with individual hands. We might get a little bit of like pushback from players because of that. But I think overall it's gonna be a super premium title that's exclusive to PSVR too. So it's hard not to be extremely excited about that. And plus, despite its issues throughout the whole cycle of its release. It's ultimately a really good game, and it was one of the most popular PSVR One games that anyone ever played, and it stayed exclusive to that platform the whole time. Mm -hmm. yeah yeah for those of you out there who are listening and you haven't really heard of
0: what is firewall zero hour so basically psvr got the aim controller you remember that thing it kind of looked like a two-handed gun and they dropped this game a little later on firewall zero hour that was up to four players and while those of us on pc and quest we had pavlov and we had contractors and onward psvr never got any of those so firewall zero hour was like a rainbow six in vr four people on each team were going in after an objective against each other you had this nice aim controller your hands it felt like you were holding a gun but it had analog sticks on it so you could really control your movement really precisely and it was this tactical game it was really fun when it first launched and it ran into some server issues and things later that made it a little less fun but it was still the same core game it was really good the problem was if you didn't have like that group of 8 friends to play with and you were just going in 3 months later with the tryhards you weren't going to have as good of a time Well, now basically they launched Firewall Ultra reveal trailer. It's going to be one of the first exclusive games on PSVR 2. It's an updated version. It's supposed to take place five years after the original game. But the same contractors that you can choose are in it. Some of the same like, oh, I mean, if you can call it a plot line, it's basically just a shoot multiplayer shooter. But some of that's still tied into this game. But they're saying now it's going to fully utilize PSVR 2. Your eye tracking is going to help you like manage your HUD and other things. And it's hard to know much of what this means because you don't really know what the PSVR 2 is capable of yet but one concern for me obviously this dashes my hopes of an aim controller too uh for now but the other thing those psvr controllers look awesome but the tracking rings on them instead of being like a stick up ring on the like on the front of the quest 2 controllers these things wrap around your hands so i'm trying to imagine how do you two hand a pistol with these big tracking rings around your hands, because it's showing you two two handing pistols in the trailer. Will
2: the aim controller not work with, with PSVR 2? It, it
0: yeah, it will be backwards compatible, as oh, in, you can, like now, sense. you can yeah. still use your PSVR 1 with your PS5, but the PSVR yeah. 2 itself will completely ditch the aim controller. I'm hoping that means there's still another one coming, though, something with a big old haptic thing in the shoulder that makes it feel like you're shooting a gun. And I'm hoping mm-hmm. that's on the horizon. But obviously firewall is not going to be you know a title that brings us a new controller by the trailer. Yeah.
2: The aim controller was really awesome and I I think we know that I'm not big on shooters. I kind of get sick of seeing trailers for <laughs> all these shooter games. If they made another far point game, I would be mm. excited about that because that has more elements in it. there's like cool aliens and there's like cool alien world and stuff so that made that interesting to me. this I don't really <laughs> care
0: that much about. <laughs>
2: i want to see astrobot 2 3. that's what i want to see.
0: <laughs> i i do agree lip what do you think if this comes out and you have your psvr 2 on time is this an instant buy for you
1: yeah i mean i'm i'm kind of the same boat as uh, as not i don't really mm-hmm. like these multiplayer shooting kind of games for me what happened with the first game is i'd be like oh i'm awesome i'm gonna play this game i get in i die quickly i sit there waiting and waiting and waiting then respawn mm-hmm. Get through the first hallway, die again, waiting, waiting, waiting. And it's like I can go in and play against the bots in this wave mode. But it's just this, I played the game like four four hours total, probably. And I had a great four hours. But it's mm-hmm. just if I only have three hours to game one night, there's no way I'm going to sit there in a multiplayer game, spending two hours dead looking at random <laughs> characters moving around. And I think that I mean, even, unless unless I got sent like a, a key and I already had the PSVR two and everything, is just I think this is going to be a fantastic game. And if you like that kind of game, it's going to be a must buy. Mm-hmm. But I don't really like this kind of game, so it really doesn't. I'm, I'm not excited about it. I'm, I'm I want Firepoint. I want Astrobot two. I want you know that, those kind of games. Like yes. and and I'm not against shooters. Like the Resident Evil games look amazing too. It's just. The whole getting, multiplayer thing, getting shot, waiting is just not fun to me. Yeah. And I mean, if they find a way to let me do something while I'm waiting... And sure, but I don't think they even had a deathmatch type of even mode in Firepoint or Firewall. Yeah, they never firewall they sorry. <laughs> well, I'm mis- mixing the titles up. Yeah, it's they're close titles. They both use they both these information. <laughs> but yeah, they never them. they kept we
0: kept thinking they were gonna add like a deathmatch. And as far as I know, they never did. But the thing was in the game, so this is different than you know, Pavlov and a lot of other games, there was no respawning, like Lip said. Basically, you were four people on a team, you had to go in, get to the objective. When you died, the only thing you were left to do, you could cycle through the security camera and try to help your team by saying hey i see him coming up on the corridor through the right or something like you try to help them that way but but that was it so something. like if you imagine you know these matches didn't usually last long but you might walk in get shot you're the first person down and you've got three minutes or four minutes of waiting just looking through security cameras until then the next oh. match
2: hey yeah. guys
0: <laughs> i say awesome
1: something
2: <laughs> what if what if they had like mini games like that
1: would be good <laughs>
0: <laughs> Some Sudoku well, that waiting. reminds
1: me when the game originally came out you could like see your character in that like matchmaking screen and you could see yourself playing with the gun and it was like here's a slight <laughs> distraction but they got rid of that and that was the other thing too with the matchmaking is that if you don't have a group you might get into a matchmaking group and then one of the guys decides oh they don't like playing with you so you play one round with them and they trap you in this three-person group because there's no one joining in, and then you're sitting there for ten minutes waiting for the matchmaking to find you that extra person, and you're yeah. just like, I have nothing to do right now. I'm just sitting oh here with a gosh. VR headset on doing nothing. <laughs> yeah, they they even. Yeah.
2: <laughs> I think we we gotta tell them we need some, <laughs> some even like air
1: hockey or pong or anything. <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh yeah, yeah, there you give, go. Give me Stay a little in,
1: game boy. I'll play floppy, Bird phone for games. fifteen minutes. While I'll <laughs> wait for. Well, they they did mention
0: it's going to have dedicated servers. You know, obviously they're trying to like tell people, hey, this isn't going to have the same problems of the last generation, but they have all this time to fix the last generation. It still seemed like it never quite got back. But I, for me, this game will be an instant buy. But let me tell you why. When it launched on PSVR one, I thought to myself, oh, I don't really know if I want this game. I don't know if I want to get it. But the night it came out, I was like, you know what? No one else knows this game. No one else has leveled up. I need to buy this game right now because this is going to be the only time I'm going to truly love this game and I played it those first couple days before everybody else really figured out the game and got better at it and, and it was so fun and then six months later I tried to go back and just got wrecked immediately it was not fun anymore so that's what I would do with this game I would play it the first few days of launch hopefully get my money's worth and probably never come back to it but maybe there will be some modes that they're talking about maybe having some sort of single player stuff so maybe there will be something more that really pulls me into this game because man the graphics in the trailer and the interactions the movement it looks good i was like whoa where i've been stuck in the quest universe for so long now that we forget what kind of good graphics we can get when something's wired up so i think those few things are a reason why i would buy it Mm -hmm. initially but i'm not planning on getting long-term playability out of it that's fair yeah it's also it's interesting to see this this developer, well, First Contact Entertainment, they've kind of they've tried to make some other games on like PC and other stuff, and they've kind of struggled. They they were such a success on PSVR. They thought they could like take those lessons and try to apply them. But it doesn't always work the same. I think they've seen. So it will be interesting to see how they fare on PSVR, two once it has the capabilities to run some of these other bigger games and see if it's still, you know, was it a successful PSVR game because it was such a small ecosystem that didn't have any shooters, or will these kinds of games be able to stand on their own legs? That's what I'm really curious about.
1: That being said, do you think if Alvo and that game released on the same day, which one would have sold better? Alvo, definitely. That's what I'm thinking. That's <laughs> what I'm thinking too. That's
0: <laughs> Yeah, Alvo didn't come out for years. It was just too late for it by then on PSVR at least. But if it had come out back when Firewall first did fire, we probably wouldn't be talking about firewall right now. Yeah. <laughs> well, well, I think we're all just in that same boat because we want good VR games. That's what it's all about for us. It's a gaming podcast. We play games, and that's why we're going to tell you about some of the games we've been playing after we tell you one more time about our sponsor, Asterion Products. You can go to AsterionProducts.com and use code FULLDIVE to get $5 off any order nineteen ninety nine 99 or more. Go on there and see their beautiful stuff they got going. And like I said earlier, there's a check out their Instagram. They got some of these new cool custom signs. Maybe you can, uh, if you're a channel out there, someone who just really wants a custom sign made, you can contact them and see if you can work out a deal because they've sent us some Jbrat ones and they are really cool. Nat, I don't know if I can say you played, so I guess we just have to say, what is what is Librarium?
2: Librarium is a new app out on the Quest, and it is basically a new way to study, is how they are marketing it. And... I was really excited when I saw the trailer because I was like, oh my gosh, something where you learn stuff in VR. That sounds really cool because I like to learn and it's based on scientific concept. It's, be- it's based on science backed ways that, you know, help you remember stuff better, like seeing stuff in a space moving around through the space and how that helps you remember things. Having something represented by an object helps you remember things. And I remember learning about that in one of my psychology classes way back in the day about how uh, like if you're trying to remember a list or something, a good way to remember is to picture yourself like walking through a space and seeing those objects. So it is, you know, science-backed ways to help you remember stuff. The one thing that I wasn't very excited about was that it seemed like it's just a new way to study, which they did say that, but I was like, what about like (laughs) learning for reals? And so I really wanted to check it out. I do like that when you get into the app, it's like, it looks like a library. And when you're first like signing in, you can hear like thunder and rain which I was really excited about because I really like rain and we haven't had rain in a while. So I'm like, ooh, cool. So I didn't have a ton of time in it, but I went through, uh, we had the, or there was like a little tutorial thing. There's this like octopus guy (laughs) that goes (laughs) a bunch, which I was not very thrilled with. I'm not sure why that was happening, but he basically walked you through like how you interact with objects and whatnot. The gate, or game the app is a little glitchy because I didn't even I wasn't even able to get through the tutorial the first time because the octopus guy said like oh press you know the grip button to grip your palm and then like deck of basically flashcards will come up and you throw it up in the air so I kept doing it I'm like a book shows up for one second and there's nothing for me to grab and I had to just Leave and come back. And also, the little like flashcard things when you grab like an object or a flashcard thing, it goes in the air and it's supposed to disappear. But some of them weren't disappearing, they were just floating in the air. So it was like interesting. But it definitely seems like it's just basically doing flashcards in a new way. So, like, you don't have to have a whole bunch of flashcards around you. It's hopefully going to help you remember better because you're, you know, associating things with objects. But you can you can like buy different card sets, or there's community ones. And community ones, I'm like, are those gonna be good? Like people could just write things that aren't correct. And when you're doing the flashcards, it's not necessarily like you're interacting with an object. It's like there's stuff up there, and you like choose what's right. But it has a little quiz, so you can quiz yourself. But it definitely seemed like just a way to memorize stuff.
1: Wow, Lip, have you heard of this at all? I, I haven't heard of it at all. I mean, I think if I saw it, I probably would have been like, "Oh, this is something," and then just get past it. But this this library thing has me intrigued because I'm like, "Oh, I like lightning. I like library, but I don't know if I want the Slurpy guy there though." Yes,
2: <laughs> right. And oh, it's, I, I thought it was free. I thought it was free, and you were
1: buying these extra packs. I things. was like. Nope.
2: (laughs) It should be free, I feel like. Because the actual thing in itself is like, there's only the community pack, like flashcard things that you can access unless you buy other ones. And they're not super expensive. It's like, you know, a couple dollars. But it's like, why did I have to buy this? And then I have to also buy other packs of flashcard things. Like, that doesn't really make sense. And yeah, the Slurpee guy, (laughs) I was not, I was like, oh, please stop. He would like say a sentence and go... (laughs)
1: This
0: is not something you want to (laughs) hear. Please
2: stop. (laughs) But I like, yeah, I like the concept of it. I was really excited because I like the idea of learning in VR, but I feel like this isn't really doing as much as I would hope, especially at the price tag of $20. That's not a ton, but that seems like a lot for what it was. It's glitchy. It doesn't look amazing, which I mean, it's not like it's an actual game, so it doesn't need to look amazing, but I would have expected more.
0: Yeah. Yeah, that's that's being, a that's a serious $20. price on it. the The way you moved around and stuff was there any risk of motion sickness or anything like that for people?
2: Uh, I don't really think so. They only let you teleport, which was another thing that I didn't like. There's no option mm-hmm. to just move through, which I also thought that might kind of take away from the concept of like moving through a space. And interacting with objects to help you remember. Because if you're not actually moving and you're just teleporting, that might kind of take away from that too. So, yeah, (laughs) it's the very beginnings, I guess, of what we'll eventually get to. But it's like there's no like video things, there's nothing you can like go into to like see a concept or whatever. It's just like uh, this apple (laughs) is, is what's gonna represent gravity.
0: So the... <laughs>
2: now I'm going to associate that with
0: that is, that is what weird. gravity is. So like... 20 bucks for virtual flashcards, basically, <laughs> if you're out there wondering about this. This will be interesting to see if, if this just gets rough yeah. reviews or if people just totally ignore it. Because, yeah, it sounded like an interesting concept when you told me you wanted to try it out. And then now I'm like, oh, what the heck is this?
1: Is is this an App Lab game? Like, Is this like mm-hmm. early access yeah. App Lab game or is hey. this on the Oculus <laughs> Store? Really? Oh, no. seriously?
0: <laughs> it's on
2: the Oculus store. And it's been out, I guess, since like January, I think. And it's like, how have they not fixed some of these bugs by now? One thing that I did find kind of cool is that like the community made packs of like the flashcard things, basically, they were like, 10th grade chemistry and like freshman math or like I thought like if I was in high school and I was like studying for a test this would be a pretty cool way to study for a test. So I I I think it's definitely geared toward students like they have things that you can purchase for like prepping for you know like college entrance exams and stuff like that. So it would be cool if you're studying for a test and $20 isn't that much in comparison to a lot of the like college entrance exam or SAT like study things that you find out there. So if you're a student, it could be a good option for you. Um, Definitely more fun than actually doing flashcards. And I think it, does also help you remember stuff, even just the the act of making the flashcards. So it could be good for that. But if you're just like it says in the trailer that like, oh, yeah, also, if you're a lifelong learner and eh, I don't really think so. I think it's just when you teleport study.
0: in the game, do you kind of glide to where you're going or does it just instantly snap? Because I'm, I'm looking at the trailer and they make it look like in the trailer you can free move. So I'm guessing that's how they did that. But it shows there's also like a companion app on your phone that you can like make your flashcards there so you can have them in the app later. But here's the purpose of this yeah. game. I figured it out while you were talking about it. To everyone out there listening, if you are in school and you have been trying to get your parents to get you a quest to... This is your moment. (laughs) Your moment has arrived. You need to tell them that there is a study aid that is extremely
1: effective
0: (laughs) in VR. And if you get this quest to your grades are going to go up like crazy because you're going to start using Librarium. (laughs) And this is your in. I, I figured it out. There
2: you go. Totally. That, that is so true. And again, I was, I was really excited to see that there's like high school, like study things. I'm like, this would be a really great way to study. And it probably would really help you pass your tests better. And you'd be like more motivated to study because it's in like this cool like your phone can't you're distract you
0: style closed off too. Byron, yeah, so. your phone can't distract you. Yes. Yeah, that, that's a this really is good it. Point. This is the argument. This is the way yes. to get quests in your right. hands out there, kids. Listen up. <laughs> yep. Mom and smart. dad, I need this to have is, this study it It's now. really going to help Lip, <laughs> is there is there any games you've been playing this last last week, Lip, you
1: wanted to tell us about? <laughs> Honestly, I've been like super busy playing games, but there is one game that I was playing yesterday that I like fallen in love with. And I don't know if you ever remember playing the first game in the series, but it was Cave Digger. Oh. And it was on PSVR, it was like super cheap. It was like 10 bucks or something, just ridiculously oh. cheap. It was simple, go into the cave kind of thing, smash the walls. But they released update after update after update that just expanded the world so much. And they just released the second one, and I played it on the Quest 2. And it is so good it is so good like you literally you're full it's like it feels like you're like in a full like RPG mm. kind of thing centered around the mining and you go down into the mine and you're progressing through and like it very quickly on in the game it gives you a gun you get to shoot monsters like this wow. is not just mining the walls this is like a full feels like a full RPG it's got multiplayer you can play with four people online wow. doing this whole co-op thing there's huge amounts of upgrades there's tons of different areas you can unlock. Mm. Like this is, this is, I feel like this is like a 20 hour game, probably if you try to max it out and maybe you're playing with your friends and everything. I think I've only played maybe four hours so far, but I feel like I'm just starting to scratch the surface of this and it is just awesome, awesome game. A perfect example of why I get annoyed hearing about Librarium game on the Oculus store and this not on the Oculus store. I'm like, this game (laughs) is perfect. Like This is one of the best games I've been playing in the last, like (sighs) this year for the Quest 2. And it is literally not on the Quest 2 store can't recommend it higher enough it is fantastic fantastic game have you played the first one at all jay i i I mean if i have i
0: don't remember it but i don't i don't think i've ever played this at all i'm looking at the trailer right now on steam and it looks really good
1: yeah the the first one was awesome the second one blows the first one out of the water it's it's a fantastic fantastic game i couldn't like if if you're if you like these kinds of grindy things where you're resource gathering going back up depositing the things it's randomly generated like you get different dungeons every time you go in so it's virtually endless game you just go up and down through the thing but i i really loved this game it came out of nowhere i saw it posted on facebook from the developer and i was like i really like the first game can i play this and he sent me over a key and i was like yes i started playing it and i could not put it down until my headset died and then i was like charge that headset charge the headset gotta go back (laughs) in so even this morning i got up early and started playing a couple more hours so Oh,
2: yeah. oh, that's awesome. That's definitely a good sign <sighs> in a game when you play it till your headset dies.
0: <laughs> that is you, you touched on an interesting point. It's so frustrating because like I'm looking at these on Steam. So original Cave Digger it had some mixed reviews on Steam, but Cave Digger 2, very positive rating. Like, why do we not get games like this to the Oculus Store? Because if it had been on the Oculus Store, I would have heard of it. Mm. But I hadn't heard a thing about this game until you brought it up. And looking at it, I'm like, "Wow, yeah. this looks like they put in a lot of work by the trailer. It looks like it. The it looks like a full game. It's not like it so is, many yeah, other. It's, a, it's a full game. Yeah. So yeah, I'm I'm surprised I haven't heard of this. But I'm like, wow, this looks like it's worth checking out.
1: Yeah, like for how hyped Township Tales was, this this game four player multiplayer. This seems like a must play kind of game. Like I don't I don't get where Oculus or sorry Meta decided. Yeah. This wasn't good enough for the store, but I can safely say in the four hours I've played, there's a little bit of stuff where you're in the overworld and things are like popping in, but you're the overworld is a gigantic place. So yes, there's going to be things popping in and you're barely even in the overworld. The whole thing is about being in the mines and it like, gets insane. You have guns you can shoot. There's like, it's just so much fun. It's so much fun. And all the controls are right. Everything's easy. It, there's, there's no issue. There's no, like if you want, you can smooth turn, you can teleport. They have it set up with both at the same time these amazing voiceovers that guide you through everything and basically a continuous tutorial without feeling like a tutorial and i i really like it i super recommend this one and it's that's app lab yeah it's it's app lab because like he he said that he sounds like they talked to meta they did their whole press like thing and meta was like oh i don't know about this but he's got a huge update that's supposed to come out in a couple months and he's gonna reapply then hoping for those five stars to sort of boost that but this this Mm. game should be on the the meta store i don't I don't get where their reasoning is sometimes if Mm -hmm. they just look at what style of game it is, but this super good game, super good game.
2: (laughs) So everyone should check it out and give it five stars. How much is
1: it on there? Do you know? I think it's $20, but I'm not 100% sure.
2: So you could get Librarian for $20 to study for your test, or you could Basically. get Cave Digger and, and for $20. And you can start your mining career. I mean, if you have interest
1: fun. in being a miner, just tell your parents, <laughs> I need this mining educational tool. This will really help me with my studies. And then while I'm at it, I can have the flashcards thing too. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get some angry angry uh <laughs>
0: parents and <laughs> telling us stop telling their kids what to tell them to get them a headset well you're talking about resource no. management <laughs> and shooting monsters and there is a game that launched. It's no. kind of a big deal you've probably heard of it into the radius just recently came out lip have you seen the trailer or anything yet so this game released on PC VR like a couple years ago right I I do believe, yeah, it's been out for a while now. It's just out on fully standalone quest.
1: So I think I got this game in like one of those humble bundle deals where you got like seven games for like whatever, some $15 price tag kind of thing. And I did play it on that PC VR version like a year ago, I think it was. And I thought it was a fantastic game. I thought it was really well done. And, you know, I had fun playing through what I did. You know, it's the world, the military shooter kind of thing. So I wasn't like, crazy crazy into going back to it and i just any any of the games that i purchased for myself i never have time to play because i'm too busy playing the review games <laughs> yeah uh, but I, I thought it was a fantastic game and it seemed like quest 2 was a perfect home for it i would imagine they probably optimized it a lot but if they got medal of honor to work on the quest 2 i'm sure this is spectacular on there i haven't played the quest 2 port at all but i know into the radius is a hype game on pc vr so i imagine the quest 2 port is more of that yeah it's kind of a uh... It's
0: so it's been out for looks like just over 2 years on Steam came out July 20, 2020 and it just recently released on Quest standalone. And looking at the trailer from Steam, I would say they did optimize it well to look good on the Quest. It looks good on the Quest, but it does not look nearly as good as the PC version, obviously. Like, I look at the PC. It, playing it on Quest makes me almost want to go get it on PC and just play it on PC because it looks so good in the trailer. But on Steam, it's got an overwhelmingly positive rating. And I haven't spent a ton of time yet. I've only spent just under an hour playing it, so I can't give you the full deal but I gotta say first impressions going into this I was shocked because I watched the trailer and I was a little underwhelmed but I walked into into it it takes you through this tutorial and the tutorial plays almost like a horror story already like you walk in and you're really on edge you're really uncomfortable like it definitely creates an environment around you but then you get you get into some of the mechanics and the gun mechanics in this game are ridiculous it's not if if you've never had a real gun and you don't really know how real guns work you've only played video games you would probably assume that when you buy a box of ammo a box of ammo comes with 10 clips in it and you just drop clips wherever you are and leave them behind because that's how guns work and that is not this game when you take your clip out of your gun you need to make sure you put (laughs) that in your pack and hang on to that because you find boxes of individual bullets or you find individual bullets you have to load each bullet into the mag before you put it in the gun. You got to make sure your safety is (laughs) flicked off
1: so you can actually shoot
0: the gun and it really changes the way you look at every bullet you have every moment you have to like prepare your guns to use them again you're dropped into this like Mm. it looks like a post-apocalyptic world but it's it's definitely not quite earth you can't tell what exactly it is because but like things are floating it feels like a foreign environment but it kind of also feels like post-war you know maybe russia or something it just just it's really kind of fallout-ish from what i've seen of fallout games it's kind of reminded me of that but The things that I didn't get to experience yet, of course, because I only played this a little bit, is like this thing has durability, even on the clips themselves. You got to clean and repair them so they don't jam up your gun. You got to clean your guns like that side of it kind of scares me that it might be a very grindy game to like keep things working. But so far, the storyline. Yeah, the storyline of it, though, and like the mystery, the intrigue, the movement, everything about it really pulled
1: me (laughs) and I wanted to keep playing. It it definitely sounds like. It, it sounds like it's been heavily updated since what I played. I feel like mm-hmm. I want to
2: try it. <laughs> I don't,
1: yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. I, I don't remember the weapon durability part, like the well, the ammo durability part. I do remember the individual like clips kind of thing. <laughs> but uh, it, it definitely sounds like it's been upgraded. But I think that's like that was the thing when I first played Onward. I know we talked about Onward recently, but like when you physically need to like load the things in like a real gun. You think it's tedious and maybe if you're doing it tons and tons and tons, but it adds this sense of immersion and realism that you start counting the bullets in your gun. You start acting like a real soldier would actually act and having that extra little bit of gameplay element in such an immersive way just adds to everything. And I remember Gears of War had this just genius reloading thing where you press the, the right bumper at the right time and you'd get like a bonus clip kind of thing. And it feels like with the VR things, it's like you're playing a mini game every time you're reloading and the better you are at the minigame, the faster you reload. So it's kind of like a reward system to get better and better at these. And, you know, that's why I think things like Into the Radius are super, super hype games for the quest, because as much fun or as much as it's fun to just press a button and just reload automatically, physically doing it adds just so much flair to the experience, so much realism. Yeah. Yeah. It adds this level of stress that I was looking for like a safe
0: tent somewhere I could go to reload all my mags to get ready because I knew the next time some monster was on me, I was not gonna be able to get individual bullets out and try to mm. load up my gun. It it changes the game and it makes it into a very tense survival experience. And I was only playing it on normal. Apparently you can put this on realistic, which is like unbelievably hard. But It has these survival elements kind of reminded me even of this game called the Solus Project, (laughs) uh, which was like a space survival game, which was punishingly hard, but really good when it came to Mm. how it felt about the survival and the mystery that came along with it. And I don't know, I watching the trailer, I was not this pumped and now just playing a little bit. I'm like, I want to play more of this game. I see why people like
1: it. Yeah, I remember that Solus game.
0: (laughs) Mm.
2: See, this is the kind of Mm -hmm. shooter that I'm okay with is if there's an actual interesting story, then like, it sounds like something I might actually want to check out. I'm totally with lip <laughs> on the like multiplayer shooter games. So Though it's like, ah, it's so frustrating. Yeah, I'm
0: pumped. I'll keep playing it. We'll, we'll play it some more and tell you more about it. Uh, maybe I can figure out a way to get a code or something up to you up there, lip, or maybe just use some credit to get you a copy. Cause I would love to hear your take on it since you played the PC one back in the day, because it is it is so far, I haven't played enough. And right now, I just uh, talking about, it, I just wanna get back in and experience more because it seems like this could be the next game that I'm like pumped to play through, as long as it doesn't become too tedious with the durability, because that crap can get really, really annoying in some mm. games. So I'm nervous about that, but I will keep you posted out there.
1: I-, I think it'll probably give you like better weapons or upgrade you in a way mm-hmm. that you don't have to worry about the durability as much as you go along. So I think it's like they're trying to make you feel weak and like human. Mm -hmm. until they like boost you up later on and you're facing tons of enemies and you don't have time to sit there and reload in a camp for 15 minutes (laughs) (laughs) yep
0: yeah well if you're out there and you're listening we'd love to hear your take on some of these new games or of course suggestions from you of what we should be playing like we would have never heard of cave digger here so join the discord tell us what's out what's on what's you want us to be telling you about too and of course ask questions for the q a provide suggestions about what else we talked about in the podcast if you really want to take it another step become a direct supporter on patreon we have enough patrons right now that it's taking care of most of our operating costs which is amazing so thank you to all of you out there and if you're listening remember we're on youtube you can come see us face to face see all the craziness with the cats going on see lipnox's really cool background with some zelda pokemon and his headset too and uh Great review. I subscribe.
1: Vader, I got the Darth Vader PS4 controller box there too. Is that what that is?
0: I saw something new yeah. was there, but I wasn't sure what that was. I got. I won't see what it is, but it's the it's the oh, DualShock cool. 4, the
1: Darth Vader special edition one. That's cool. Right we, out of my reach. We I mean, we
0: need that for a Vader immortal, Vader immortal lightsaber controllers so or something old. for Quest. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Thank you so much for coming on, and listening, and remember when it comes to VR, dive yes. on in.
2: <laughs> on in.